Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. What you're about to hear tonight for the next couple hours could really disturb you. Scott Mitchell with us, host of the Bible Mysteries podcast and pastor in a church in Sunguine, Texas. A career background in music, legal support, and technology, Scott has been a scholar studying biblical history and biblical mysteries for 40 years. Plus, he founded utbnow.com to provide resources to help folks unlock the mysteries of the Bible as well. Scott, welcome back to the program. George, thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be back. And how are you? Things have been well, I hope. They have. Things have been well with me. Uh, things are kind of going crazy in the world, but uh, oh my we're God. keeping an eye on it. <laughs> they, they sure are. Lots to talk with you about tonight. But let's jump into this situation of uh, what you have said is kind of opposite what some other people have thought. And a lot of people believe that fallen angels really were, that extraterrestrials might have been fallen angels. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm kind of taking the opposite approach because I I believe it is in fact that uh, what people are claiming you certain you know they use the term I guess ancient alien theorists or whatever and um, there's a lot of credible people out there don't get me wrong I, right. I I'm just I just take a different perspective than they do which is it's not that people in the past mistook aliens for angels they w- were angels that are masquerading as aliens, or at least it appears they will when they, <clears throat> excuse me, when they finally manifest themselves for who they are. Why do they want to do that? Well, to me, the great mystery is, or the great deception, you could say, uh, in the world is that we've turned away from believing in the spiritual, the supernatural. Uh, we've become so focused on earthly things, and I believe. Satan and his minions, which are the the rebel angels that that rebelled against God many many eons ago, uh, their aim was to bring us to this point where man didn't have any faith in God in the supernatural, so that we trust in things like technology, we trust in humanity to solve our problems, and when we see humanity failing like it is right now, ultimately I think they're going to swoop in and kind of be the the so-called saviors of the world by claiming they are our ancient ancestors ready to come back with their technology because we're ready for our next phase of evolution. These biblical stories, Scott, regardless of how one interprets them, how did they originate in the first place? Because I assume most of these stories occurred before there were any human beings even on the planet to witness these things. Right. As far as if if we go back to the very first time you and I spoke, we discussed the world that was where uh, the Bible indicates there was an entire civilization of angels on the planet before God even made man. And while there are young age creationists that disagree with that, the evidence is too plain to me that there had to be something there. And it was during this time when a particular angel who was a cherub was named Lucifer, mm-hmm. and he decided he wanted more than he had in his position of authority. He wanted to be God himself, so he was able to convince a third of the angels to join him in a rebellion, and the ensuing chaos they created in corrupting the planet at that time 
resulted in God's judgment on the earth, and that's where we find the water in the very second verse of the Bible. And from that chaos, God restored the earth and <laughs> kind of did a funny thing, in my opinion, because Lucifer was created with all this perfection and beauty and jewels and golds and all this kind of thing. But God turned around and made man out of the dirt and gave him dominion over the, the kingdom that the Lucifer once had, the throne on the earth. What was it, Scott, that you saw that brought you to this conclusion that uh, angels were posing as ETs? Well, what I'm, what I'm suggesting is that that's maybe the way they're going to do it, because as many of your guests have discussed, you know, the, the revelation of UFOs and, and UFO information is getting to the point where we cannot dispute it. There's clearly an advanced technology out there. It's showing up in unclassified documents and radar footage and things like that. So that tells me that it's getting close to the time when it's going to be revealed, and the the main verse of prophecy that caught my attention was the fact that in the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, um, there is going to be a war in heaven between God's archangel, whose name happens to be Michael, and Satan and his angels. And in that war, they're going to be defeated by God's angels and cast down to the earth and confined. When when they show up and men are going to see them in reality, instead of, you know, in other words, their spiritual eyes are going to be open because these entities are going to be on the planet. Those angels are not going to confess and say that they lost the battle with God. They're going to lie and use some form of deception to convince the world to accepting them. To me, the perfect disguise is we're your ancient alien ancestors, and we're ready to alter your genes to become like us. And we'll save you, right? And they'll bring in salvation, and I believe everything that's occurring in the world today is moving in that direction. Artificial intelligence, genetic experiments, uh, everything seems to be pushing towards that realm. And incidentally, most people that have ever claimed they've had an abduction experience usually indicate that some form of genetic testing or testing on sexual organs was done while they were um, abducted. That's so true. To me, that, that's a perfect indication of the type of genetic manipulation they've been doing since the beginning when the angels came down to take daughters of men in Genesis 6 and giant hybrids were born to them. We're with Scott Mitchell. He's got several videos, including The Red Pill, The Dark Secret, The Case for God. His website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Your thoughts on end times prophecy, Scott? Yeah, the, uh, to me, a lot is going to come clear through the book of Daniel. You know, um, there's a, the last chapter of Daniel talks about that he, he wrote some things down, but Daniel was kind of asking this angel that gave him the message from God. He wanted to know more, and he was told to seal up the book and shut up the words till the time of the end. And it seems to me like right now, with, with knowledge coming available to us, People all over the world, people that I don't even know and have never met, are coming to the same conclusions from a scriptural point of view about prophecy. We're seeing these things unfold, and it's almost like because it now seems to be close to the time of the end, we're being given the insight into these prophecies and what they truly mean, which is an indication that we're approaching that time. Now, you mentioned artificial intelligence. Good thing or bad thing? I think it's going to be used for bad. Oh, boy. Yeah, knowledge itself is not a bad thing, but when it's used like I think it's going to be, you know, we have to, 
I'm a firm believer that a lot of fiction in books and media has is almost giving us slight glimpses into the reality of what's coming. When you think about something like, say, Star Trek, and they had communicators, well, that was like the precursor to the cell phone, you know. And you could talk about, you know, H.G. Wells or, or Jules Verne and the submarine, and you can see that a lot of things sort of come to pass, even though at the time they were first, you know, revealed they were fiction. So is it possible that a lot of movies and things are slightly giving us a, an indication of what might be coming? And one movie that comes to mind is Terminator, and I think we recall, wasn't it something like Skynet that took over the world? It was, it was mm -hmm. artificial intelligence and machines that began to exterminate humanity. And while I don't think that's actually what's going to happen, we've got the potential for that now. And it could be that the, the chaos that might be uh, created from that and many other things are going to be the reason why mankind is going to accept these angels as our saviors. You remember the movie Rosemary's Baby? With Mia Farrow. Yeah. There were humans who helped Satan, Lucifer, do what he needed to do. They, they were on the planet, and, but they were human beings. Do we have people on this planet today, Scott, who are human beings, 100% human, who are working for Satan, and they know it? I absolutely believe we are. I call them the satanic global elite. Um, there's a there's a scripture in the, the, also in the book of Revelation that talks about ten kings in the end that will give their power to the entity known as the Antichrist, and those ten kings are probably going to be technology billionaires or something along that line because of the immense wealth that they have and the agendas they're pushing where they're literally controlling nations and altering national policy through what the mechanisms they believe in. And some of them very likely actually do worship Satan or Lucifer as their god, although that's well hidden, and that's been going on for centuries. What happened to these people? They, they weren't born this way, were they? No, they would have turned to the dark side, as we would say, like in Star Wars. Um, you know, Christ had encountered some leaders of Israel in his earthly ministry who rejected him and his agenda, and he clearly called them out in, in the Gospel of John and said, "Year of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. They were not the genetic, physical offspring of the devil. They were children of him by choice. And so human beings make choices, and whether people want to believe it or not, there is a battle between good and evil that's been raging since before man was created, and people make choices on which team they join. Tell us about the Antichrist. Is the Antichrist on this planet now? We don't know that for sure, and it's possible that he is, but whoever he is, when he, when he appears, he's going to be a normal man, just like any other man. He's going to basically take over the world, and when you think about having control of every system such that you can't buy or sell without taking the mark of the Antichrist, mm -hmm. that amount of control would require a massive amount of technology, which is where the AI thing might come into the picture. Does the person who's the Antichrist know that they are or will be? That's a great question. I believe they probably don't think of themselves as the Antichrist. I think they're going to think of themselves as a great human being that might be the savior of humanity, but ultimately the way the scripture indicates it, they're going to be killed 
by just a common man with like a sword or something, a deadly wound, and they're going to be healed. And it looks like they're going to rise from the dead the third day and at that point declare themselves to be God, imitating what happened with Jesus Christ on the cross. And therefore, it's probably going to coincide with the timing of when this war in heaven takes place and Lucifer and his angels are kicked out. Once they're confined to the earth, it could be that they'll use their so-called alien advanced technology to bring this man back from the dead, since the Bible says that the dragon gives the Antichrist his power and authority, and the dragon, of course, is Satan. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.